Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, who is not here right now, but he will be in the second segment. Uh, let's see, he's a uh, longtime sports radio personality. Today's show is going to be fun because we're actually going to have two guests. Our first guest is going to be Mike Williamson to discuss youth sports. And later on in the show, we're going to have Ashley Hunter to talk about fit kids so it's all all about the kids today as they say uh at each commercial break we're going to ask a trivia quest sports trivia question today's uh, theme is just going to be general sports you can listen to sports econ 101 on iHeartRadio, tune in radio sports byline usa crn and many other hundreds of stations across the country uh let's see uh, mike before we get into the the essence uh, let's tell the audience what we're going to talk about in the next segment well, it's going to be about kids' sports. Uh, okay. You know, kids are important. They're going to be our Social Security payment <laughs> sources in some years to come. I've already told my kids that. <laughs> I said, start working but, now. Uh, I don't care if you're three years old. Start working now. Put it into my Social Security. Well, a couple of things I like about sports, of course, are the obvious, the, the fun that they have, the the joy, the the, the uh, teamwork, or the all that stuff. Okay. I'll tell you what, we're, we're going to, believe it or not, this is a very, very short segment, so we're going to cut to our commercial break. Okay. When we come back, we'll, we'll get into that. Okay. Uh, this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding over 7.5% by secured by Bay Area real estate. Actually, California real estate. I should clear that up a little bit. It doesn't get any more conservative than that. You should check them out at Pacific Private Money. When we come back, I'm sure Bruce will be back into the studio. He had a late night. He's covering the uh, Rockets and uh, Warriors and Cavs and Celtics and uh, basketball season's been quite busy. So uh, he, the poor guy comes in at 2 a.m. and then he's got to wake up at 6, 7, 8, something like that. That's tough. We all should have a job like that. All right. I'm sure he loves it. Uh, yeah, he actually does. All right. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be right back.
This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host. And Bruce McGowan showed up. How are you, my friend? <laughs> Wide awake after after getting home late from these Warrior playoff games. It's been a lot of fun. Well, probably still awake. Maybe. Uh, yeah. yeah. I hope okay. the Warriors are still awake. Uh, yeah, after, after game... Uh, Four, yeah. uh, it'll be yeah. challenging. Yeah, it will be. All right. So in the studio, we have Mike Williamson. Uh, now, Mike, I know you're a real estate uh, broker, but this is a lot more fun. This is a lot more fun. Okay. But today we're talking about youth sports. Um, give us your background as to you know why you're here about talking about youth sports. Well, um, the the big answer is why I got into youth sports. Okay. Uh, it started with my wife. She was nagging at me, going, "Well, Mike, why do you waste so much time coaching and writing and doing all the stuff with, with uh, kids baseball?" And I looked at her and I said, "Laura, everything you love about me, I got playing baseball as a kid." Yeah. 
And by the way, you got two baseball yeah. fans here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So then she goes, well, what come you're such a jerk? And I go, well, I've been selling real estate in Wayne <laughs> County for 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> and so... So I started thinking, it, you know, I started thinking about it, and you know, I had been coaching, played for many, many years, um, you know, three sports through high school, um, and I thought, well, what is it that really is the essence I can give back? You know, it's, they, sports did me a lot of favors, okay. a lot of opportunities, and uh, I wanted to give something back, and I broke it down to self-esteem. Wanted, yeah. So I, I'm I kind of on LinkedIn. I'm kind of known as the putting the word self back in self-esteem through sports. Oh, cool. Okay. So, uh, you know, you're here, we're here specifically talking about youth sports, um, you know, and what are the obstacles that you're finding in youth sports? I'd break it down into, um, well, first it's, uh, of course, coaches, parents, uh, well, first the kids mm-hmm. themselves. There's four, four components that are actually mismatching with okay. their objectives and goals. Uh, you got the kids, you got the parents, you got the coaches, and then the game itself is changing a lot in, in the kids. I guess it doesn't matter what game, right? Be it baseball or yeah, soccer. Yeah, yeah or absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, I remember, I know like uh, just recently, uh, in the last few years, they've had games where they, they've called them, what, silent games? Mm-hmm. Where, where the, I mean, I understand about not jeering anybody, but they won't even let you clap. Oh, I've never heard this. Yeah, no, wow. like it's completely wow. silent. I'm thinking, what are we at, a morgue? You know? <laughs> I mean, well, the kids are supposed to have fun. That's the main thing. I mean, learn lessons, but I would think the most important thing is to get the kids out Get them healthy and get and let them have some fun because being a kid should be fun. You know, yeah. I would think you would agree. Uh, actually, uh, there's a definition of the word play out there. It's yeah. called uh, a voluntary action for no uh, purpose or outcome or something like yeah. that. Just, mm. just, but how many times do you see you know kids who have uh, we'll, we'll just call them for all intents and purposes bad coaches mm. and it just turned the kids off to the sport maybe yeah. that specific sport or maybe just sports in general that's exactly how I started writing the book I just wrote we played baseball um, after years of playing a couple sports um, three sports it was like year six my son ran into one of those real nasty coaches as yeah. we all run into mm. and, and you know that's the rarity I mean they're not all nasty a lot of them are good good people yeah. out to trying to do well but. well you know it's funny you mentioned that because my my son actually when he, you know t-ball is what they you know now call it yeah, right the very yeah. very beginning part and and he actually had a really good coach but there was a a coach who coached another team and i mean this we're talking about dealing with kids who are five and six years old right so their attention span isn't that great <laughs> so the, you know the coach this guy is actually like yelling at these kids stop looking for gophers and you know and i mean he, and this guy was like a real hard person yeah. if you know what i mean and uh, a bunch of us who were on our team you know our parents going man we would not let you know i'm pretty competitive you know but I wouldn't let my kid yeah. play for a coach. That might like work that. in the military, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exa- Drill exactly. sergeant in the yeah. Marines, you know, that might get their attention. I don't Stupid, know. Stupid, get down for a ground ball. <laughs> don't let it go between your legs. Give me, Come give on. me 12. Yeah. Give me 12 give on the ground. 12. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's a, that's a challenge. I mean, there, there's a real psychology to, uh, to dealing with kids because, as you mentioned, I mean, I would think that's the fun part, though, too, because the kids are full of wonder and they're open-minded and they want to learn and they want to have fun and so you know it's just kind of go with the flow it's like when i go surfing it go with the go, go with, with the, the waves yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you have really no choice yeah you know? that's right you can't, you can't like yell and scream at the waves dude. yeah that's right that's right <laughs> he's, he's tried believe me yeah. he's tried <laughs> i yell i yell in frustration when, I, yeah. when one of them throws yeah. me down yeah. yeah i'll get you i'll get you next time <laughs> yeah. no i you know i it's fun to to think about youth sports today because they are so much different i mean more more organized and and the parents seem to be more involved 
uh, when I was a kid and when you were a kid and Edward, yeah. uh, we, we used to uh, kind of run our own show. I mean, we'd go yeah, out that's and true. Uh, you just don't see that anymore, do you? That's something that's really missing. And I yeah. think, I think sadly, because um, it's become more corporate, more commercialized, yeah. Yeah. travel ball. People will spend 10000 bucks a year on travel yeah, ball for a kid a, that doesn't even like baseball. I don't, oh, that's terrible. I don't get um, that. You know, we, my, my daughter was, was very good at softball, but when we looked at, like, just the the schedule of travel ball. Forget the money side of it. It was 60 just 60 games a year. Some yeah, of them. I mean it was That's just you, you could really you couldn't do any vacation during the summer. Yeah. And and I mean it literally takes over your life and uh, I mean you're talking like travel ball. I mean that's real travel. Some of it's like, you know, you have to take an airplane. They're hiring they're they're drafting them from out of state. Kids are flying from, you know, California <laughs> to Florida to play on two teams. Is that right? Wow. Now? That I hadn't heard wow. yet. Yeah, that, well, that's amazing. I'm yeah. like what, twelve, fourteen years old? <laughs> I don't yeah, no, ex- exactly. And wow. it's fine. I mean, some of these kids are really pretty phenomenal. Here, but... here, here's, here's something that's going to scare yeah. you. Um, it's gotten so bad. You know, uh, Tommy John's. Yeah, Tommy John's Tommy surgery, John's surgery yeah. arm, arm surgery. Don't tell me they're doing that on the kids. Twelve-year-old boys. There's yeah. an epidemic on uh, Tommy oh John surgeries on those twelve-year-old boys. Now, wow. here's what's really sick. It's voluntary. It's wow. not because they're kill- breaking these kids at 12 years old. They're trying to make their arms stronger so they can pitch better with Tommy John oh, surgery. That's insane. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that is, I had not heard that. Yeah. You know, um, it's interesting. I always think of this. There was a guy named Todd Marinovich. You guys might oh, remember. Oh, yeah, sure. And he burned out really quickly. His dad was a pretty good NFL player, and his dad turned this kid into sort of uh, an automaton. You know, I'm going to I'm going to turn him into a professional athlete at 12 years old. He had him on diets. The kid couldn't ever have any any uh, sugar. He could never when he went to a birthday <laughs> party, they gave him a cake and then they took it away and gave it to all his friends. He couldn't have any. Oh, so, is it a wonder man. that Todd Marinovich had all sorts of problems later on, washed out of sports and and really went through, you know, quite a trauma. I don't think he's doing too badly today, but I mean, that's the kind of result that you sad. get from from a parent or, you know, a group of people spending too much time, you know, yeah, you're no, you're right. You got to let kids be kids. Yeah. I remember. You remember Dennis the Menace, the sure. TV show Jay yeah. North. Yeah. Apparently, you know, because he was the star of the show. Apparently, his aunt was in charge of of him. I don't know what is what happened with his parents, and and she basically like kept him in a bubble yeah. away from all the other kids. He wasn't allowed to play with all the other kids yeah, and all the stuff and treat him. Like, and, and he got really messed up. Yeah. I mean, don't they, they, these parents don't realize they these don't kids are not robots? No. And what they're missing is that free play time. Like yeah. we're talking about, just yeah. making the game up. That's where creativity comes from. Yeah. Absolutely. Good yeah. point. Oh, yeah. Good Listen, point. Learn resources, communication with yeah. your friends, and, and learning how to I mean, put things together. Yeah. My, yeah. my, my best memories were uh, on, the, on the side of our house. Um, we had, you know, the big garage wall, like on the side, though, of the garage. And we played stickball every single day for hours. And we would we would make up our own rules specifically about like what because you'd hit it against the wall. And, you know, if it bounced once, it was such and such. And, and in fact, if it went over the... Uh, over our fence, you had to quickly jump the fence and, and get it from the roof that, that it was going to yeah. fall off. I mean, it was so yeah. much fun. Yeah. But but again, there were no adults. And no we adults. Didn't, we didn't need adult no. supervision for that kind of well, stuff. Well, and you learn responsibility that way too, don't you? Yeah. Now, now Bruce, I, you probably know better than me, but I understand that the Dominican Republic puts out more professional baseball players than just yes, about anybody. They do, and they start with sticks and cans in yeah. the streets. Oh yeah, until MLB comes down and drafts them at twelve years old. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's amazing. That, that, their arms, that country know, is absolutely incredible in the, in the number of pro athletes, pro, pro baseball players they produce. It's, but again, you know, you know, you look in Dominican Republic. They're you know, I don't know how good their poor. economy. Yeah, yeah, their extremely poor. Yeah, yeah. That's like their only escape. Tell you what, guys, we're going to go to our first uh, commercial break here, or first trivia break. Uh, let's see, we are talking general sports here. Um, 
And what boxer holds the record for most career knockouts? Ah, good that's one. Our, that's our yeah, trivia yeah. question, all right? And by the way, okay, now, I, I, I am a man, but I wanted to make a mention for Go Girl Drinks. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it, but uh. it's like, instead of Rockstar or one of those, I'm oh, not yeah. to badmouth that. This actually tastes really good. And it gives you a little caffeine buzz, but but there's no um, you know crash, and so believe it or not, I actually like drinking Go Girl <laughs> drinks. I know it it doesn't have any side effects, like I want to do my nails afterward or anything. <laughs> but uh, and you can get it at like any grocery store, like uh, you know Safeway cool. and all that. And it's very inexpensive, oh, so it tastes very very good. It's called Go Girl drinks. All right, uh, don't touch that dial. Sports Econ One Hundred One is going to be right back. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? But it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit, but you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson.
Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan and our special guest, Mike Williamson. First trivia question, what boxer holds the record for most career knockouts? You know, I'm going to take a guess. I don't know if Mike has an idea. I, it's it's got to be either Joe Lewis or Rocky Marciano. I know Rocky Marciano was undefeated. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Joe Lewis. No? Uh, you, you have heard of this boxer, though. Well, I, I, I've got a guess, but I think his, his record for knockouts is in the bar after the fight. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Tyson? Yeah, that, that doesn't that, count. No? No, Archie Moore. Archie Moore? Yeah, and he, in fact, Whoa. if I remember correctly, he's yeah. one of the few guys who was in a couple of different weight classes and, yeah. and was a heavyweight. Bounced around a little yeah. bit. Yeah, when he got yeah. to the like, heavyweights, though, it was just a little bit too hard Kind of sad. Boxing is just not the same sport. I mean, there's some great athletes, but it's just it's too stratified now and—, and They've ruined it. I think they really that's have. You, that's why you got to go to ultimate uh, fighting. Oh, right? <laughs> Especially no, with the women. No, no thanks. <laughs> I, no, that's, that's like the modern gladiators. I, I think that's – I don't want to get into No, I know. It's, it's a, that. that's, that's the end of a civilization. Yeah, you have no, I mean that's – being spectators of blood sports like It's that. reflective of a society we're living in. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I just don't find it uh, – I, I don't even find it entertaining. Well, even even hockey. I mean, the, yeah. the old line of, hey, if I want to go see a good fight, I'll go to a hockey match. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's right. Why don't, yeah. we, why don't we just publicize – Public hangings, like the old days. Yeah. You know? Well, that's what I thought about OJ. You know, put it on public television and let people register. If they they they, they can sign in, pay pay per view, and if they log in enough hours, they can be on the yeah. jury. That's a jury of his peers. You know, the viewers. Yeah. You know, the funny thing, not to get off on a tangent about this, but the funny thing is I think we're actually a less violent world than we were. It's just that we, we're more, uh, all this stuff is more accessible. That's with, true. With uh, the social instinct, media and yeah, social yeah. media and uh, communication. I, I get it on Facebook before yeah. I hear the news. God. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. That's a good point. So, uh, Mike Williamson, we're talking about youth sports here, and I got a question for you about these trophies that kids get for participation, which <laughs> there was a commercial not too long ago where this uh, the father uh, is – the father of the kids' team who won, and he looks at the trophy and it says participation. He goes, "What?" and he and he rips off the uh, the label and then he just takes a sharpie and he says, "Champions." On it. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that one. It came out about like, two years ago. Oh man! What? what yeah. Okay, when I was a kid, I mean, they didn't give out anything other than first place. Yeah. I mean, and it was, was kind of hard, but uh, you know, I mean, if you weren't the best, you got nothing. That's well, true. When I was a kid. I I never got a championship trophy until I coached my son's team, <laughs> and, and you know, we're state champs in baseball twice, state champs in football twice. Okay. Um, you know, just those Eastern Washington hormones growing in oh, those sixties yeah. kids. You sure. know, <laughs> but but did they give anything for second, no. third, or fourth no, place nothing. participation? We didn't, get ribbons. we didn't get a plaque. Right? When did that? I mean, it seems like it started like. About twenty five years ago or something. I think it was that, longer than that, even. Really? Yeah, yeah. I guess you know what? Because I, I didn't, I didn't have kids more than twenty five. Yeah, years ago. there you yeah. go. That's yeah. a different world. A yeah. Different what? World. Uh, I wonder who came up with that. Well, uh, on the other hand, I can argue for it because having coached you know six year old kids, uh-huh. half the battle is getting them to just show up. True. And so for them to get to show up for us all the practices and the whole season participation. Just showing up, they should get a trophy. You should give a trophy for the parents. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. show up. Yeah, and, and yeah, well, you the, know what it reminds me of is. Um, you know, in like in the, when you watch the Special Olympics, the, the the participants they almost don't really care who wins. They just want to go out there, have fun, and mm. they they support each other. So I, I can definitely see part of that with the participation. But 
do they still at least give out first place and second place trophies? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But then, then as the kids get older, I'd say like 10, 12, then the competition starts becoming. Yeah, they're not just up to, for fun mm. and hot dogs and hanging out with their friends. They're they're the 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 thrill of the game. You know the sure. the agony of defeat, the yeah. thrill of victory. You know, <laughs> well, you know. well, you know what's really funny is uh, I was always I never was the head coach, but I was always like an assistant coach to my daughter's softball teams. And when she was you know twelve and thirteen, fourteen. Um, what I found amazing was us coaches were more angst than the kids. I mean, they 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 were competitive. They had they had fun, but I mean, it's almost like, don't you realize this is the bottom of the seventh inning because they only play seven yeah. innings, right? I never six- I never understand that. Let the you know the parents sometimes get more wrapped up in it than the kids. Well, I. I mean, I don't. Don't get, you don't no. you watch professional baseball? Yeah. Don't you get wrapped up? I mean, are you playing nah, on the field? Well, actually, no, I, I don't. But, you know. I don't. I mean, right. I, you can't afford to if you do what I do. You well, have, you okay. have to kind of pull away from that. You have to well, just enjoy true. the game. Just enjoy the game. Like, for instance, you know, the teams I follow when I was a kid, I still follow them. But if they lose, it's no big deal. Just well, have fun. Well, true. No, no. I, okay, yeah. so I'm I'm competitive. But if I lose, I lose. Yeah. But I want to really try hard. Oh, sure. There's and nothing so, wrong with that. Right. That's, and that's so, a good idea. You want to give it your best. Yeah. And I tell you, you believe, I don't know how often you watch girls softball. I'm not talking at the college level. It for some reason it gets it's more boring because there's pitchers are so good that you, you know you don't really get that much excitement that often. But in the younger, you know, be it high school or or you know junior high or whatever. I mean, it, especially in the high school ones, it's amazing how exciting these games can be. And I think it's more just the excitement mm. of it rather than, you know, yelling at kids because sure. they're doing something wrong. You know, you just kind of get into the excitement of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. well to back up a second, the, that learning about defeat, that's one of the big things that kids learn in sports. Mm. Uh, and that hands it to them. And that's a big skill. Like, we played sports. That's where I learned it. Yeah. I learned about losing. Getting back up and, and but again, if you get a participation pro- trophy and you know ahead of time eh, whether or not I win or lose, uh, I'm going to get some kind of a trophy. That kind of goes against that, doesn't it? We're going to go in circles on that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, it's true. As right yeah. as we should. You know? Somebody should come up yeah. with the, the the answer of what yeah. you really get. You know, like either you know the death penalty if you lose or no. <laughs> it should be staggered. I mean, a couple of years of participation, but you know, it's great. Nothing better to to help pursue a championship, be on a team, yeah. pursuing mm-hmm. that championship, going for it because they they that's all they can think about, and that's a great experience for their future life when they're mm-hmm. going for that yeah. big business deal or. Sure. That big interview. Yeah. And I mean, so, well, even in professional sports, I mean, when, when uh, or, or even like at the college level when, uh, you know, they make it to the final four, make it to the, the championship and then they lose. I mean, these guys, the emotional breakdown. I mean, I, I don't mean like put them in a loony bin, but, you know, to where, you know, they'll cry. Well, you know, yeah. Bruce, I, you, you, you might disagree, but I, I, I talk to, you know, pro sports players and stuff and um, they're still Kind of really big kids. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know? sure. No question. Because they they yeah. six years old. They grabbed a basketball, and never let go. Yeah. Yeah. And now they come out and they lose their 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 um, contract, and, and they don't know what to do with the rest of their life. Yeah. Of course, they're making the the guys at the top are making such well average a baseball player that makes about three million a year now. If you can't make it, right? yeah. If you can't make it on three million a year, I mean something must. Well, I that, mean, that's MLB level. Yeah, you got yeah. you got four thousand oh, players sure. at minor league are sure. making eight hundred bucks a month. That's true. during it's the season. Lucky, yeah. That's true. It is a small percentage, and we do have a tendency to to overhype that. I think. It, well, well, here in uh, in Marin, we have a, a, an interna- international uh, independent league. And we've had uh, Mike Shapiro on from the San Rafael Pacifics, and you know those guys only get paid. I mean, some of them don't six get paid. Or six or seven hundred. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they get really bored and 
Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, you got a little, little, little spending money. Yeah. 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 They, they're doing it for the love of the game. They know it's their last sort of chance to do something. So, yeah. You know. I, mean, I used to love playing softball as an adult. You sure. Know? And then again, it's a, it, I don't even. I don't know. I guess maybe we did get probably a trophy if we want. I don't even remember now. <laughs> I think it was just the idea of, of just, you know, being the best team in the league. Yeah. The excitement of it. Yeah, I'd like to see more intramural kind of sports going for kids because now it's all, they get weeded out and they stop playing. 12 years old, 10 years yeah. old. They, they don't yeah. make that draft of that little league team. They're done. Yeah, it's not well, good. and they actually dude, dude, they they dude it. Um, when when my son was twelve years old, and that was fourteen years ago, uh, they did have a draft for the, oh, the yeah, major. Yeah. They called them, you know the major leagues there, and I'm looking at this, and I'm you know because people they, they these coaches come out there and their tryouts and they're taking notes and all this stuff, and yeah, this kid he looks like he oh, they got, they got scouting reports from last year. Yeah, it, it's, track of it. it, yeah. it's amazing. Mm. They didn't realize the kid's like six inches taller and, <laughs> you know, maybe he struck out more last year and now he's knocking the ball over the fence and not paying yeah. attention to that. Well, yeah, but if they're <laughs> if they're there at the tryout, like like my son, for whatever reason, had a phenomenal tryout and he literally should have stayed in the minors, but he got called up to the, to the majors because he did so well. And as it turns out, he wasn't quite ready yeah. for the majors, so he, they, we kept him back one more year. We, it was tough. It's a tough decision. Well, you know, that's a tough call to make. Yeah. Because maybe he could have blossomed and maybe he'd be pitching for the... Well, you know. as it yeah. turns out, <laughs> he, he, he turned out to be on a really lousy team with lousy coaches, which we didn't know, in the minor leagues. And it would have been better for us to, to just push him up to the majors. But the thing is, he, he floundered a little bit. And we were afraid he was going to get hurt. Because he was wearing glasses at the time, and they had him like at second base, mm. and I'm going, yeah, that's a little scary, you know, because he didn't see the ball as well as he as he, you know, mm. some of the other kids. That gets a little dangerous. Um, are, are you coaching now? Well, I, I I tried to get out of it, you know. <laughs> yeah. When my son stopped playing, you know, it was kind of like, well, why should I coach yeah. it? I don't want to be like some weird, you know. Oh, most yeah, most yeah. Cor- most kids' sports are coached by parents, sure, which is kind of sad, but you know, kind of fun. I did it just to be spend time with my son. Well, I got a call um, yeah, maybe six months ago um, from a school, and they said, hey, I will hear you've coached. And I go, mm, who, who, why do you want to know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Well, really. can you come up and help us? We're starting a new basketball league. Can you oh. come and help us? And I go, no, I don't want to. I don't really don't want to. Well, can you just show up for the coach's orientation and maybe give them some of your tips? That's Okay, I'll do that, right? So I show up, and it's and the coach, the head coach, the, the administrator comes out. Well, Mike, are you going to come and are you going to coach for us? I go, no, no, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And he goes through his speech, and it's a beautiful speech. And he comes, are you going to coach? And I go, no. <laughs> goes, well, well, why not? And he goes, because of the parents. I'm almost like, uh, like you, yeah. I was also an assistant coach. I didn't want yeah. to deal with the parents. Yep. You know, coaches swearing in the parking lots and stuff. Oh, yeah. And he goes, well, Mike, you know, our, our school here is a little different. I mean, our, a lot of our kids, their dad's in jail, their mom's in rehab. Oh, kids are in child protective services and stuff like wow. that. And sort of like some, the movie Hardball. Yeah. We need you. Wow. And he goes, we now, where was this, Mike? Can we, can we Hamilton, Hamilton School. And oh, Lowe, okay, know? sure, sure, yeah. sure. Okay, yeah. tell you what, hold that thought. We're going to come back to okay. that. We're going to okay. cut to our uh, next trivia question here. What Major League Baseball player holds the record for the most Grand Slams in one inning? Mm. Now, I'm sure you can guess how many that would be, <laughs> first of all. How, how many do you think it would Two, be? Two, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> One would be like, yeah, there's a million of those guys. Yeah. Three, I don't think anybody's ever done that. So somebody actually hit two Grand Slams in one inning, all right? Uh, don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101 will be right back.
sense. A bedtime story. You know how 9 out of 10 couples prefer a different mattress firmness? Yeah, what's with the 10th couple? Maybe they've never known smart sleep. Or maybe they've never felt comfort like this. Well, they don't have a bed that adjusts on both sides to their ideal firmness, comfort, and support. Their sleep number seven. We should help them. Good thing we got great sleep. 10th couple, we got you! Does your bed do that? Right now, during our semi-annual sale, it's the last chance to find final clearance savings on the Queen C4 mattress, only $10.99. Save $500, our lowest price ever, and soon. For more details and to find a store near you, go to sleepnumber.com. <laughs> Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there, too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. The U.S. Senior Open Championship returns to Colorado Springs during the Broadmoor Centennial Celebration. Don't miss your chance to see Tom Watson, Fred Couples, Davis Love III, Kenny Perry, Bernhard Langer, and John Daly as they compete for the most sought-after title in the senior game. Ticket prices start at just $20. Get yours today at 2018USSeniorOpen.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Second trivia question was, what Major League Baseball player holds the records for the most grand slams in one inning? Oh, I remember a, a pitcher by the name of Tony Cloninger hit two against the Giants back in the 60s, but I don't think it was the same inning. So no. It's more recent. Yes, 1999. Uh, it's, it's not a player you think of. You've heard of him, but yeah, you don't yeah, think of him. Yeah. Fernando Tatis. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah you remember that one? Sure. Okay. I think he was with Texas, maybe. Yeah, you may be right. Okay. So, uh, Bruce, one of, uh, our our latest guest on yes. the show just uh, showed up on, this, on the phone. Yes, <laughs> we, we've, we've been talking to Mike Williamson about youth sports, and we've got uh, Ashley Hunter, who uh, runs a nonprofit uh, sports program for kids 
in the San Francisco Bay Area, and it, it's a wonderful program. It works with uh, kids that are uh, at-risk kids in the Bay Area. And I want Ashley to tell us a little bit about it. And she's a former athlete. She played college sports, played a lot of sports like Mike here, um, and, and got into it uh, sort of, I guess, in a way, almost by accident, Ashley, because you were in investment banking. I was. Yeah, good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I, I did come out to San Francisco to do investment banking back in 98 from the first bubble. And once I completed my two years there, I went in a very different direction. And my passions have always been health and kids. And so putting those together with the kids is uh, really exciting for me. We've been around for about seven and a half years. And it did start from a really simple idea of helping kids play sports. I read this article about kids in my local community. I live in Menlo Park. And kids five miles from where I live in East Palo Alto are having a hard time playing youth sports because they're really expensive. And I thought, I can do something about this. It's just such an important part of every kid's healthy development to be involved in sports and physical activity that I, I really think I can do something here. And so I started going over to a few schools in after-school hours in East Palo Alto and coaching kids in sports and different ways to be active. And that's what Sick Kids is all about, just yes. helping yeah. kids be active, building fitness skills and motor skills, and giving kids an opportunity that they're otherwise not finding. Yeah, for uh, the uh, national audience, uh, East Palo Alto is an area that's, uh, you know, underprivileged, I guess is a a good way of putting it. Okay. And interestingly enough, uh, our our other guest here, we usually don't have two guests on, but it has worked out uh, pretty well because we talk about youth sports. Uh, Mike Williamson, you're actually doing a sports uh, equipment drive, aren't you? Uh, Yeah, yeah, about every couple of years, um, I round up a bunch of sports equipment and give it to organizations like yours okay yeah we'll have to get you two hooked up there yeah now, now the name of the of the organization uh, ashley is fit kids yes fit kids and you've got uh, some professional athletes uh, that are helping out ronnie lott former 49er is one of the the folks and I, I think you've hooked up with some other people as well yeah we have a great honorary board and those are people involved in the professional sports world who are willing to lend their name to our website as part of our honorary board and it's a bunch of people like ronnie lott and joe staley who's currently with the niners ted robinson um Mm -hmm. steve baker mindy bach so you know we've got a bunch of of great people involved and endorsing fit kids and what we're doing that sounds great you know and one of the things i love about this organization is that uh you're you know getting kids that are as you mentioned at-risk kids who otherwise would fall through the cracks kind of getting them to do something that might give them a little hope and might give them on the, on the straight and narrow and, and focused, which is so important at that age. It's 7, 8, 9, 10. Absolutely. I really think that sports are life-changing for anybody who's involved, not just to get to the professional level, but you know, just playing any kind of youth sports at school or anything. And I think for the kids we're working with and sick kids, our program in sports can be life-saving because you're exactly right. It keeps them on the straight and narrow and involved in something really positive and beneficial. And we know that kids who are involved in sports are more likely to graduate high school. Uh, They do better in school. They have certain academic standards that they're expected to meet to stay on the team. They have good relationships with their coaches who become positive role models. And just life outcomes are generally better for kids who've been involved in sports. Yeah, we've talked about this before on the show, that there are certain sports that are harder to get people together, like a baseball. You know, you pretty much have to have it close to nine kids. I mean, we, you know, we used to do uh, uh, less, uh, you know, with, with less people, but then you have to find a ball field. And, you know, bats, gloves, and balls can get kind of expensive. But, you know, yeah. a basketball is pretty easy, or a soccer ball, a soccer ball 
you know. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think of what other sports. Uh, you don't want well, to. Do, it's do funny. Tennis always. You always have this oh, yeah. uh, view of tennis being sort of an elite sport, but it, if you find a court, there's some public courts and kids. It's amazing. I know you, you played uh, tennis, and I would think uh, kids, you know, have a little more access to tennis than, than we'd think. Yeah, courts. If you can find the courts, uh, yeah. that is often the, the toughest, especially in some of the underserved communities where they have limited uh, outdoor space for parks and recreation, recreational use. So tennis courts sometimes can be hard to find, but that's a that's a great sport, and I love seeing kids playing tennis. And with sick kids, we make it really easy because we bring all of the equipment with us when we teach our classes. That's great. So kids don't need anything. They don't need to go anywhere or have anything. We bring everything and we show up to them. And is it uh, just strictly after school or is it on weekends? No, it's mm-hmm. after school and during the school day. So in some of the programs where we send coaches, it's just after school. And then a lot of our partners throughout the Bay Area, down in L.A. and in Las Vegas, we train the staff at schools to use Fit Kids so they can use it during the school day as an uh, activity at recess and they can also use it in after school hours. And we should mention that Ashley's a mom of four, so you got your hands full. Uh, I mean, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that, that's a lot of kids to keep track of. It's a lot of kids. Sick kids is like my own child. And then, of course, I have my four plus all of the kids and sick kids. So, yeah. If I can make a suggestion, could you can you please just have one more kid so you can have a starting lineup for a basketball team? <laughs> Yes. I, hey, I listen, I'm not asking for a baseball team. I wish I had team. that much energy, but I, yeah. I've maxed out. <laughs> well, now, you guys have a website, so if anybody's out there interested yeah. in looking at, at, at this sort of thing, where, where do you go? Fitkids.org. Wow, okay. That's pretty simple. Yeah. Do you also uh, talk about nutrition at all, or is it just strictly you know, the sporting part of it? Nutrition is definitely something that we think a lot about. It certainly goes hand-in-hand hand with physical activity to truly live a healthy life. But it's a really big area, and it's a, it's a tough one to solve. So we give the kids simple tips in our classes, but we don't go much beyond that um, because some of the kids that we're working with, you know, they're struggling to just put food on the table, and yeah. we don't want to get too deep into what exactly that food should be. So we really focus on physical activity and then simple tips like drink water, not juice. I was curious, can you personalize this a little bit? And maybe there's a kid out there that you worked with who came from a you know, rough background and, and kind of uh, really had a chance to, to sort of mentor or at least watch develop through this program. Uh, is there anybody in particular, any, any story you can tell us? Well, we have some great quotes and, of course, a lot of pictures. You'll, you'll find them on our website. Um, and our coaches often have great stories of kids who started out a little bit shy. They didn't have a lot of confidence in their physical abilities. And through the games and activities that our program puts them through, these kids are building confidence. They're learning to be leaders, helping out the coaches. They're building physical skills like strength and agility, motor skills like running, kicking, and throwing. And they finish the school year, totally different kid. And we all think of physical activity as having great physical benefits. Obviously, it keeps you healthy, um, it helps reduce the risk of obesity. But there's incredible social and emotional benefits and academic benefits in some of those things that that I love seeing the most in the kids, the life-changingness of our program. Well, a lot of times just the endorphins you get from... Absolutely. Yeah, for for the kids we're working with who, again, have big problems like what food is going to be on the table, what what am I going to have as a roof over my head tonight, we give them an hour of physical activity where they get to forget their problems, just be a kid, be out on the with their classmates and teammates and get all of the great endorphins that come from being active. And, and how long has Fit Kids been around? 
uh, since 2011, so just about seven and a half years. Okay. So you've seen some of the kids, yeah. uh, you know, go through high school. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Have uh, anyone, any of them come back and thanked you or just, you know, talked about the impact? Not yet. Um, they haven't come to us to thank them, but last fall we were out at one of our sites and there were some middle school kids who were out running around playing soccer and uh, the site director at that school said those were all fit kids' kids. And I loved seeing them out playing sports. That's great. What? Well, go ahead. Well, you guys both mentioned endorphins and, and there's, a, there's a, a brain hormone called dopamine that um, gives that feeling of satisfaction. And sports are great for it because they got to work for it. They got to do it themselves. They got to yeah. they got to practice, and they're facing their fears. There's all these life skills they develop. But on the other hand, uh, kids are relying like Facebook. If someone likes their <laughs> post on Facebook, that that gives them a little bump in dopamine. dopamine. Oh, yeah. Well, it's so much better, isn't it, that they're getting that getting that outlet on the field rather than in front of a screen. I mean, I I think that's the key is to that's get the them point. active, right, Trace? Right, right, right Ashley. Absolutely. The other really cool thing about sports is it's uniting. You know, it doesn't matter where you're from or what you look like. When you're out on the field together, you're a team, and mm. you're there to support each other. And I love that kind of life lesson about sports, too. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're doing some great things there. Uh, where do you see this going in the future? Are you just going to keep trying to, to do what you're doing, or are you going to, uh, you know, we're, tr- we're growing and expanding. We are focusing that growth in the Bay Area. There's a lot of need here, so we're excited to continue meeting the need in the Bay Area, which is where we're based. Uh, we're also increasing our presence in L.A. We got funding last year from the Dodgers for some programs in L.A., and we want to grow our presence down there. And then we have some programs in Vegas also funded by United Healthcare, And we're excited to pursue that relationship and uh, provide sick kids where their philanthropy is focused. The thing I love about this is it's, it's not political. It's like right. n- nobody's going to say this is a bad thing, you know. Right. <laughs> there's some there's some things you know you can look at and you go, well, some people might be for it, some people might be against it. I don't know anybody yeah. would be against well, this. Here, I'll tell you, there's a there's a, a movie out there's a movie out of um, East Bay called um, From Ghost Town to Havana about a coach who basically took some kids off the street and put them in their backyard and and put a Babe Ruth team together and joined the league and he was he saved their lives. I mean, literally yeah. saved their lives, but. Uh, a lot of the the gangsters were rebelled against that because they wanted them these kids you know took these kids to out of their the pockets yeah. so yeah. just to throw well they don't count when I say nobody will be against it you know? well, okay but, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. They, they did when they're shooting at your kids well that yeah no that's that's true it's the same thing it's like when when some of these kids underprivileged ones you know want to go for a college education and and these other people want to just keep them down yeah. you know it's, it's along the same lines well. Ashley, thank you so much for uh, joining us on this segment of uh, Sports Econ 101. Yeah. Well, uh, so, again, why don't you give out the website one more time? It's fitkids.org. Fitkids.org. No, that's easy. F-I-T-K-I-D-E-S.org. There you go. go. See, yeah. we got we got a gra- we got a college graduate here. <laughs> <laughs> he can smile. Now. Actually, my, my wife says once in a while I, I listen. You know, well, there you well, I go. got a 13-year-old daughter, so I got to listen. Uh, yeah. Know I know and Ashley knows like. what I'm talking about. She, yeah, are, are, do, you, do you have a do you have a need to listen to her. Do, oh, yeah. do you have a mixture of boys and girls? I have three boys and one girl. Oh, oh boy, I bet she's the princess. She is the princess, but she kind of rules the roost. That's that's what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of her brothers. But. Gotcha. All right, Ashley. Again, thank you so much for joining us on Sports Econ One. Have a great day. You too. Well, that was fun. I, I got her number if you want to give her a call. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Seems yeah. like a nice lady. Yeah. All right, so we're going to cut to our Set last. Hamilton. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah they are. 
Yeah, they definitely need it there. Um, okay, our last trivia question. Who holds the record? Let's see. We talked um, boxing. We talked baseball. And now we're going to go to golf. Who holds the record for the most consecutive PGA Tour wins? You think you know that one? I know the, the two guys who were at the, the two guys who were at the top of the list. I'm not sure about consecutive wins. Okay, yeah, that's what we're talking about is consecutive PGA wins, not just who has the most wins. Well, that'd be easy, I think. All right, uh, email Edward at sportsecon101.com. The answer to this question: Who holds the record for the most consecutive PGA Tour wins? All right, and uh, when we come back, we're going to have some closing uh, thoughts here on Sports Econ 101. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. 
Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan and our special guest, Mike Williamson. Well, uh, let's get to the trivia question, and then we'll uh, thank you again, Ashley, for uh, coming on. She's talking about fit kids, which went along with uh, Mike Williamson talking about youth sports. What a coincidence, huh, to get them both on at the same time? Uh, who holds the record for the most consecutive PGA Tour wins? You want to take a shot at that one, Mike? I, I, I know who's – oh, the most tour wins. You said consecutive wins. Consecutive, yeah, I'm sorry. I was going to say most wins. I think still Jack Nicklaus, isn't it? I, I think so, but this yeah. is consecutive PGA Tour wins. It's somebody fairly recent. No? No? Yeah, go back a go little bit. Back to the 50s? Uh, by the, to the 40s. Byron Nelson? Yes. Ah, Very good. Yeah, yeah. Mike, you want to take a shot at it now? <laughs> well, uh, my, my idea of a good golf game is not losing too many clubs. Clubs. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's funny. I got that. I got that question right, though. But I, I did not get. I have not yet gotten shut out by Edward on the trivia uh, questions. Oh, once in a while, I only get one. So that was my one. That, that well, was. A, that I got to keep him interested. Up. But you gave me a hint. I, I well, I did. But did. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Not losing clubs. Yeah, because yeah, for me, it's usually tennis, using yeah. the balls. For tennis, it's balls because yeah. I just love watching those little yellow things disappear in the lights. Yeah, over oh, yeah. the parking lot. I know that's why you know it'd be kind of fun. You know it'd be kind of a fun gag gift. Get someone a set of golf balls where the ball is like camouflaged, like green grass. <laughs> That'd be good. Well, they'd figure it out before they even had a chance to put it on the tee, though, wouldn't they? Yeah. Well, I'm talking about once you hit it, though. Once, oh, once, once you hit once it, you hit it, it changes. Uh, yeah, some kind of you go, where is that then? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to have one little, have a little buzzer, and it would tell me, "Hey, there it is." All right, you ready? Here's our thoughts for the day. When one door op- oh, sorry, sorry, try back. When one door of happiness closes, another opens. But often we look so long at the closed door that we do not see the one that has been open for us. You know who said that? No. Helen Keller. Isn't that amazing? And when you talk, you are only repeating what you already know. But if you listen, you may learn something new. Wait, what was that? I wasn't listening. (laughs) All right, tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective. We'll also be asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long.